Brothers and sisters, it's time for Angel Repair Juice. Welcome back to another edition of Angel Repair Juice. My name is That's uh, My name is Matthew Pancake, and you're listening to, you know, a Lutheran program about anime, and that's about the. You remember what we said there, Henry? Praise it's Lutheran. Praise the niche. The niche is praise life. Niche. Yeah, that's what that's what they say out in uh, podcast land. You find your niche, you rest in it, and then you build an audience, and hopefully, people will care. Do I have Henry on the air or not? Well, you see, Matthew, I, I watched this awesome movie. Oh, you did? Space Transformers. Uh-huh. And I'm pretty sure that there was only one voice actor for all the characters. You know that's... So, now I'm trying to practice my, my girl voice oh. so I can do my own, my own anime. Yeah, that's possible. That's possible that that's true. Okay, now, you I'm see, gonna be the gruff, now I'm going to be the gruff general. Hey, soldier, where do you think you're going? Yeah. See, see the contrast? <laughs> I, I can do it all. I can do it all by, by myself. Yeah, or one or two people could. And that's you know, I could imagine yeah, that there was at least one, one other. It's all I'm one not, person? I, I'm, not splitting, I'm not splitting this paycheck. You're not splitting... <laughs> okay. How many, how many roles have you had as a voice actor, Henry? Twelve. Well, I, all in one well, show. <laughs> Yes, yes, that's that's the goal. Uh, now I'm a robot. Listen to my robot voice. Bang! <laughs> I'm just listen so to good. My robot voice. I'm too good for my own good. There, problem solved. I had a little bit of an issue there. Sorry about that. Okay, so Angel, uh, let me make a mark. See, we there. have issues, just like issues, etc. Yeah, except our issues are technical issues. So. Oh. So I'll tell you what. Why don't we uh, tell everybody how they can get in touch with this, which happens sometimes. Um, yep. con- contact info for us here at Angel Repair Juice is strangely enough Angel Repair Juice PC at gmail dot com. That's Angel Repair Juice PC. By the way, Angel Repair Juice is spelled just like it sounds. Angel Repair Juice PC at gmail dot com, and you can also look us up on Facebook. Uh, for those of you that may follow uh, my other podcast, um, Radical Grace Radio, I'm on Facebook. My name's Matthew Pancake. You can hook up there if you want to. You can also find the Angel Repair Juice group and hook up there. At a time, sometime in the future, we're going to have Angel Repair Juice's, uh, what do you call that, um, Facebook page. You know, we don't have a Twitter account yet. No, no, we need to do that. We Yeah, we need to do that at some point. So... Now, here's the thing, though. You threw out listener part- – well, actually, we both threw out listener participation last time. The idea was um, one of the things – we don't want to forget to tell everybody. If you want to do a review and you want it to be on Angel Repair Juice, you could do an audio review. You could get – you know, it's actually kind of easy if you've got a phone these days. You can actually record it right on a phone, send it right – send it to us. And if it's – we think it's any any good – or if it happens to be the only one, we could put it on the show, and you could you could listen to you could listen to, or actually, people could listen to your thoughts about an anime. If you'd like to, you could also write one, and we could put that on as like a guest, um, um, a guest review on our website, which is yeah. that that is also is Angel Repair Juice at WordPress dot com. So yeah. if you guys would like to do that, you can. There are actually guidelines for the uh, for the review too on the WordPress. Oh, uh, there is. Yeah, I, I drew up a quick document. Basically, if you can send us the review in an audio format, that would be great. MP3. If not, I'm sure we could work with it. Just you know, make sure the anime you're reviewing is you know appropriate. You know, try not to use profanity. Just kind of common sense stuff, you know. Okay, well, be be considerate, you know, of other people. We'll be considerate of us because we'll be the first ones to hear it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and like we said on the last episode, you know, the crappier your review, the better, because you know we can't have anyone outshine. <laughs> yeah, us. you don't want to do it better than we do. Okay, that'll that's fine. Now, 
Here's something that happened. An email. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so apparently I, uh, because, you know, sometimes we have trouble with networking. I have the email here, so I'll read it. Okay, Joe in Brighton Beach writes, Dear Matthew and Henry, I was wondering, what is the best anime you've seen? What's the worst anime you've seen? And what's do you think, what's do you, what's do you, that's what it says. What, okay, I'm going to read it like it says. What's do you think would be a good anime for someone getting into anime for the first time? Okay. Joe, Joe, Joe. Joe, um, editing. You know, it's what's, okay, anyway. We're going to lose a listener. That's what we're yeah. going to. Here's what we do. You send us an email and we ridicule it on yeah. the air. <laughs> we didn't mean, didn't really didn't mean to do that. That's not what, that's not what we're up to. Except. Okay. Yeah. So I'll let you go first. We'll start with that first one there, Henry. What is uh, the best anime you've seen? Best anime. That's, see, that's a tough one, man, because I don't know if I have like a best anime. Um, okay. Then let's, instead of, um, See that's that is hard to. Yeah. Answer. How about how about this favorite anime? Favorite anime. That one's hard well, for me to answer, but not so much for you, maybe. I don't know. That that one's still hard because it's like your favorite and best are kind of synonymous, but it, it all kind of depends on genre. You know what I do like though? What that I've seen for the third time? Pixels. Third time, man. Does that that doesn't count as an anime? Does it? No. No, it's not anime, but it's, it's still good. But uh, it's colorful. I, I, I just had to mention that I've seen it three times. But anyway, well, you've seen it three times now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, You're actually so, spending money on this thing. Uh, yes. <laughs> You're even pumping. You're even pumping popcorn money into this. Yes. Yes. Did you buy some pizza? Maybe. No. No. Okay. Popcorn. Yeah. Okay. So seriously though, be, uh, best favorite um, anime. Okay. So as far as best, it is going to be somewhat defined by genre. I think there's some really good classics out there. Um, I, I think well, one that I bet that would count. Yeah, I think classics is a good way to put that. Like take like Cowboy Bebop. Okay. There you go. That that's a great one. Um, another one would be, which is definitely not. Appropriate for children because it's really violent. Is Akira? Okay, yeah, uh, definitely. It's you can definitely find an it. older one. You can, um, you can, if you're if you're interested in it, you can uh, find that on Funimation. Actually, yeah, yeah, that's it's a classic. Uh, yeah, there, there's a. It is tough because there's so many just different genres. Uh, one of my favorite Gundam series is Gundam zero zero eight nine. Okay. Zero eight nine. It's um and I can't think. Stardust Memories. That's uh, one of my favorite anime. Uh, it, it's tough because it's just it's all different. Like you know, like as far as like shonen uh-huh. uh, anime, you have stuff like Naruto. You have stuff like Bleach that's really popular. If you go to shoujo, you have stuff like Sailor Moon, which is a huge classic. So it just kind of depends on what you're looking for, but. Okay, well, I think I think I mean it's a hard question to answer. However, um, the other one, what's the worst anime you've seen? I guess we're going to answer here in a little bit, right? Um, yeah, <laughs> you'll all find out. I may have watched the worst anime that I've ever seen earlier today. Um, not anime, but we'll explain that. Well, it's pretty. It's close enough, I think. Uh, <laughs> it's close enough in that it fits all of the well. Here's where it's not an anime. It's not actually Japanese. Yeah. But we'll we'll explain that later, like you said. If I were going to say best, see, here's my problem. Um, some people know this. I'm autistic. That's great. You know, you can either remember that or not remember that. It's not going to actually change how the show sounds. However, as a result, I really don't get favorite because if someone asks me favorite it's usually what i'm interested in right now so so but i can make a a top 10 list of things that i've been interested in so i will tell you that some there was one show that i was so interested in um and i remembered this after we talked about it before the show was sword art online i was so interested in it that whenever i got past 
episode six. I was watching it on Netflix. I did not stop till the end. I, I was like, I've got to see this. I've got to one episode to the next episode to the next episode to the next episode on a Saturday. I just went blew through the whole thing, which is unusual for me. I, I will usually look for some place to jump out for a while, for a couple of days, just because, you know, you don't want to overload on something. But this one I couldn't overload on. It was that good. So I'm not going to say it's the best one, but it was one that was really, really interesting to me. And I would put that on my top ten list, and that's where it would stay. Worst anime. That's I think I've already seen that one. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll, we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So now here's the question. What, what do you think would be a good anime for someone just getting into anime for the first time? Hmm. Well, I'll just recount my experience because, um, in the early two thousands, um, there was a big anime boom on, uh, satellite television. If you had dish network or direct TV, yeah. cartoon network, uh, played a lot of the anime through the Toonami yeah, block. They had Kids WB. Kids WB. They also had Adult Swim, which yeah. played um, more adult titles like Cowboy Bebop and Gundam 0089. Um, so there were there was just a lot of stuff on, and I watched a lot of stuff like Dragon Ball Z. But, you know, somewhere around the mid-2000s, all of that changed, and there just wasn't a lot of anime on TV. I was able to, to rent a few things uh, from my local video store, but for the most part, I really lost interest uh, in anime until about three or f- three... No, it was, it was about four years ago. I was working uh, at a grocery store, and there was a guy who had went to a high school, a Christian high school that I went to, who was working there. And I had no idea he was into anime, but, but he totally was. Was And this was like when Crunchyroll first came out, like when they were doing beta testing. So that tells you it's been about four years ago. And he was telling me about Bleach. And I had never seen Bleach. And so he started like telling, like walking me through uh, the plot line and, and everything. And he gave me uh, the first edition of the manga to read. So I went to my local video store and I just, you know, picked up the the first DVD in you know season one, and I took it home. And I was hooked. Yeah, just kind of like reignited my my uh, love affair with anime. And so I would say if you're just getting into it, shows like Bleach, Naruto, uh, One Piece, just about anything from Shonen Jump uh, is going to be good because it's you know pretty much popular all across the board and you know, they write these shows to be to be that way it has a large uh audience appeal or a broad audience uh appeal i guess you could say and it's they all typically tend to be pretty good you know well, bleach uh, has tons of staying power too it's been around yeah, for a while it does yeah why why the show is called bleach i have no idea <laughs> it has nothing to do with the show at all I I I don't know that there's an, an explanation for that either. So yeah. It's got lots of staying power. It's yeah. You drop the name, everybody in Japan knows Bleach. Apparently, yeah. it's it's mainstream. Even though to yeah. us it may not look mainstream to them, it is. Yeah, over here it didn't do as well because there's a lot of like spiritual themes, and that's the whole thing with well, Bleach. Spiritual themes that they tried to jigger around with or censor. Because yeah. they're afraid that Middle America might get offended by it or something. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's like just leave it alone. I mean, yeah. Of course, of course. Do you remember back in the early, early, early two thousands when Card Captors, which is Card Captor Soccer actually, and they had the tarot cards and everyone went crazy because Burger King had them. Uh, do you remember that? <laughs> that may have been just a little bit before. Well, it would have been before my time, but I, I vaguely remember Card Capture Soccer, but I, for whatever reason, I was just never able to catch it. But, yeah. um, well, it's a good thing, because it was just, it's another one of those that they jiggered around with a lot, and yeah, they just, yeah. they ruined it, so, you know, either way, either way, so that's your bet, or wait a minute, that would be the one that you would say, 
to get into? Yeah, just any of the Shonen Jump stuff I think is pretty safe. It's, it's you know, it's, it's marketed for the masses, okay. and most people tend to like it. Okay. If it were me, I would tell people that, first of all, there's an anime for everybody. That's that's there is that is not that's that's not a lie, and and I've proven that to a number of people. Um, there's there's people that said until I told them, you know, about certain shows, um, they never would have considered it. And now, like I've got this morning, I had a couple of people asking about uh, um, things. Like one person asked about what devices do you use. And um, earlier in the morning, I had another person say, "Give me another one." I mean, this is this is interesting. So there's there's a bunch of shows. And it depends on on what you like. If you if you like something that seems a lot more straightforward than those, look for Usagi Drop. That's on uh, which is, I think it goes by Bunny Drop on on uh, Crunchyroll. Um, you can do that one. Uh, Yamano Susume, which is Encouragement of Climb. That's that's the English actual english title that they chose um the only way you can get it right now is on crunchyroll you couldn't buy a dvd of it over here if you had to because nobody knows what to do with it uh, <laughs> they don't know what to do with it they they someone licenses it thinks about it for a while and says i don't know what to do with that this is a thing about mountain climbing how does that work you know they they have that if you like climbing mountains here's an interesting show about climbing mountains um I would tell people, you know, look look off of the beaten path and see if there's something that looks like it interests you. You know, Usa- Usagi Drop is about a uh, Japanese male. He's in his late 30s. He's an executive. He doesn't have time for a family or any of that stuff. Finds his grandfather dies, and he finds out that his grandfather had a love child. The, oh, lo- wow. the love child is technically his aunt. You know. <laughs> That's, he yeah. points that out in the first show, but the problem is, is now that Granddad's dead and the rest of the family didn't know, nobody wants to take the kid in. And whenever they start talking, you know, start bad mouthing the kid, he becomes very angry and says, "I'm going to take you home." So he takes, so he takes home and becomes, he becomes the. Uh, the uh, he becomes the single parent, which most of the time in Japan, the single parent is a mother. He becomes the single parent in this, and it is just funny to see how the the role is turned upside down. It got turned; it, the manga got turned into an anime and a movie, a live action movie, if you can find <laughs> it. And you know, so there's something different. Yeah, um, I mean, I think though, and if you just get on Crunchyroll and, and browse, you'll see uh, very quickly that the Japanese don't categorize animation the way we do. So I think in America we have uh, well actually they do can't they've got like thousands of genres. Well, <laughs> so. but you see like, like we never would though because I think we have really um, narrow expectations for for animations like We do actually. You know, in the United States there's a whole you know just like a narrow range that yeah. they fit into. Yeah, but over there it's it's not. So I mean you can literally find um one about anything and uh you know one one of the ones that that I liked um, and, and this is actually not like <laughs> directed for uh, guys. It's it's uh, classified as Jose anime, which is for older women. But it's called uh, Kids on the Slope, and it's about these um, kid who moves to a new town, and he's a classical pianist, and he meets this tough guy who's uh, a jazz drummer, and they work up this uh, jazz quartet in the, in the basement of this record store. And um, actually, this is one I want to do a review on someday because they, they end up parting ways, and the, the drummer, who's a, a Japanese Catholic, because his father was an American, um, ends up being a priest at the end. It's, it's a really cool story. Um, it's a little bromantic, but it's still a pretty cool story and since i was a musician in high school and played in the band i can testify that the bands are pretty romantic but um that's that's a long story but uh that that's a good one you know? yeah one like that now here here i'll make a suggestion to you um on crunchy roll this this was uh last season sound euphonium 
Yeah, I, I know you that. saw you saw a couple of you could see that. Um, well, I was going to say previews. That's actually wrong. You can you could see it. It popped up all the time on on Crunchyroll. That's another one that's done by Kyoto, uh, Kyoto Animation, and everybody that's seen it said, "Well, that was different because that it's actually like a band." Imagine, you know, you and I can understand that. I was in band when I was in high school. You were in band when I was in high school. You and I can understand what that's like. If people, anybody that's been in a band, go watch that. That was very yeah. interesting. But, but, but I wasn't in band. I was like in a band. In a band. Well, this is this yeah. still falls into the club band thing, you know, like you see um, like K-On and stuff like that. It still falls into that same kind of category, except that they're playing instruments like, you know. This one girl, she's playing the euphonium, which is another, you know, another word for tuba. You know, yeah. not sousaphone, tuba. You know, the the yeah. kind that you know, when you see it, you you can see her carrying it. It's it's interesting, and you know, there's there's just all sorts of different stuff that you could, you know, if you were looking to get into it. Right now is a great time to do that because now access to anime that never would have got play over here in the yeah. United States. Is, is is has changed big time. I mean, there's, you know, the, the and the up to the minute access. You know, on Crunchyroll, you show up for the simulcast, and the minute it starts, it's available here to watch. It's available in Japan. It's, it yeah. literally is a simulcast. You're not waiting months and months and months for it to come out. You you are seeing it happen week after week after week, just like everybody else is and. And that's that's the coolest thing. So we did that. Uh, good go, Joe. Yeah, good go. Yeah, okay. send us in, everybody. I was going to give the wrong email there. Um, Angel Repair Juice PC at Gmail dot com. Send us send us your stuff. We're not we're not gonna we're not gonna hurt you too much. Now no. now we got a news roll. We got to do it because we've got to hurry up and, and get to the get to the you know the the worst anime we've ever seen so here's what we call the anime news roll and the number five i think it's number five yep you you numbered you did these this week so i'm i'm gonna go by that although i think it's uh, when you get to number four there i I think that you added too much stuff there's (laughs) number five number five now these i i don't think these are in particular order but we we number them anyway just so that we can do it the number five story, the fans have weighed in on the most attractive anime beards because this is the kind of thing that people like to get into. In a recent poll on a Japanese website, Carapedia, some 10,000 fans voted for their favorite beard and mustache wearers in a poll designed to determine the most attractive anime character with facial hair. And of the 73 competing entrants, notable characters in the top 20 were Master Roshi at number 15, you know, we need to find out who these are, though. Master Roshi at number 15 with 159 votes. Gendo Ikari from Neon Genesis Evangelion at number 8 and 239 votes. Sanji from One Piece at number 4 with 367. And the number 1, the number 1, the number 1. Daisuke G- uh, yeah, Jigen from Lupin the Third with 1,347 votes. Really? I didn't read that far whenever I was reading the reading the original article in that. It's Lupin, Matthew, not Lupin. Lupin, Lupin. Lupin whatever. Lupin. People say I, these I, things in all sorts of different ways. If you want to, I could tell you that the Japanese person doesn't say Lupin. Okay, number four story. Tanami schedules Michiko and Hatin marathon, seven episodes to run September 5th. Scott Green from Country Roll writes, The Toonami programming block has another anime marathon planned for the upcoming Labor Day holiday. Specifically, they'll be showing Michiko and Hasin, the 2008 spiritual successor to Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Shampoo, from Lupin III, a woman named Fuchiko Mainseo Yamato, with Shinshiro Wanabe minding the music. Seven episodes will run back-to-back Saturday, September 5th, from midnight to 3.30 a.m. Tell your friends. Yeah, and you have them all right there. Number four, number five, number six, number seven. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, this is this is actually good. Number three, The Boy and the Beast attracts three million viewers in Japan. Okay. 
yeah, they actually rate them that way. How many? It's you know, in the United States, they never say you know the Avengers attracted this many viewers. They they don't do it that way. They do it that way in Japan though. Mamoru Husada, which by the way, he he used to work at Studio Ghibli at one point. Um, his latest anime venture. Um, the Boy and the Beast attracted 3 million viewers in Japan over 30 days since its initial release in, Ju- in July 11th. So far, it's grossed 3.8 billion yen and is projected to, gro- to gross more than Hosada's previous movie, which was Wolf Children's. Now, there's a lot of people that they like Studio Ghibli stuff, like his stuff, because there's a kind of similarity there. Uh, Wolf Children grossed 4.4 billion yen. Didn't they have whenever we did this? Didn't they have that in in, in American dollars? Uh, I don't think so. No. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. At some so, point, we'll look them. At, it's not really that important, but you know. No, but I will say when I went to see Dragon Ball Z, uh, uh, they showed a preview for this movie, and the animation looked amazing. Yeah. It, really does look good um and the story just from the clips it showed looks pretty compelling yeah number two go Uh, for it this two story i'm so pumped about this one yeah that's what i thought yeah Uh, yeah okay so number two story japan releases 20th anniversary hd remastered evangelion collector sets this fall marks the 20th anniversary of the original televised release of Neon Genesis Evangelion. To celebrate this magnanimous occasion, an HD remaster of the original TV series and movies on Blu-ray is being released this August. Two versions will be released in Japan on August 20th at 30,000 yen for the Blu-ray set and 18,000 yen for the DVD set. Photos of the collector sets are available online. The second contains both the mastered and the rare versions. All 26 episodes of the original series and director's cuts video edition of the episodes 21 through 24 remastered in ADHD. Sorry, ADHD. <laughs> but you want to check it out because the the extra content that they did put into episodes 21 through 24. Um, Basically makes a story out of what wasn't there. But they also include the remastered versions of, of the pre-rebuild of Ava movies, Death and Rebirth, which is, it just is what it is. And it's, yeah, just forget that even exists. And the end of Evangelion, which you may want to forget exists too. Plus oodles of bonus content. You were pumped, but not so pumped. <laughs> you get I, to the I, end of know, it and you're not so pumped about the, you know, just forget that that stuff exists. In the Evangelion, End of Evangelion is cool. Let's just say I I own a highly edited version of <laughs> of End of Eva. Um. Yeah. <laughs> you'll you'll want to watch that one with the content blocker on. <laughs> you, know, if you, you have that evangelical fundy TV blocker. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's a little. It's not even that that it's that bad. It's just it's bizarre, man. It's but you know you know why I like that movie is because I hate it when you have like dire situations and everything turns out fine. Like remember the Tom Cruise uh, Word of the War of the World movies? Yeah. So like you, everyone's dying, but at the end he gets reunited with his family and everyone's alive. No, that doesn't happen. Everyone is going to die. Everyone dies. You don't get reunited. Aliens are destroying everything. Uh-huh. So, end of Evangelion. Uh-huh. I'm just going to pop everyone's bubble. Everyone dies but one person. Otherwise, everyone is dead. Okay. Now, that you've, now that you've spoiled it for everybody, <laughs> everyone can be pumped about the ending. Okay, yeah. and the number one story, and this actually would be number one, Funimation has announced its screening dates for the long-awaited live-action Attack on Titan films, both films being billed as Attack on Titan movies part one and part two. Well, that's, that sounds brilliant. We'll screen one month apart with part one screening and a limited engagement beginning on September 30th and part two screening three weeks later on October 20th. Pre-sale tickets. Now, this is important. Pre-sale tickets for both movies will go up for purchase later this month. 
later in August, I'm assuming, As, um, ahead of the screening engagements and an email sign-up for, um, for that is provided on the official site for updates on tickets and participating theaters. That's important, and that is what they call the Chris... <laughs> Here we go. The Anime <laughs> News Roll. <laughs> because we do... Because we do a news roll on Radical Grace Radio, and you know, I just figured you know, news is news, you know. So, so that I'm actually pumped about, and I'm glad that they're doing a pre, um, you know, um, pre-sale on the tickets because it just they just don't put this in a wide. And hopefully, this will get a wider release. Oh man, you know? I, hope I mean, so. it is live action after all, and there's no reason for them to like cut it i mean you know the rest the rest of the world puts up with our movies what you know avengers you know get gets played in japan and you know all around the world i'm just using that as an example and they don't mind that it's american why on earth do we mind if it's something from outside the united states well see i think it has to do with this is that live action movies or just adaptations of anime just don't do well uh, and they're typically they're notorious for being low quality and but when they finally do it right hopefully the which it looks of, like they've done it right <laughs> it from those commercials they've been like showing it just looks amazing um it really does did they want a trailer for that before um um before resurrection f yes yes and it looked amazing on the big screen and uh funimation has actually released a it's a double trailer for both movies um now my thing is i think it's going to be subbed well that's That's, what they said that's my hunch and i i'm glad they do you know what if you want them to have english too bad use your eyes read because (laughs) it's it's not actually better yeah it's not that hard it's and it's so much better because you know, if, if all of the Godzilla movies taught us anything, is that no one wants Raymond Burr's voice ruining Godzilla. <laughs> because, you know what? If you watch the original Godzilla, it's a lot better. So Gojira. Gojira. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So thankfully, thankfully, they're not Raymond Burring this uh, Attack on Titan. It's going to be there in its purity. I hope it's pure. It better be. Yeah, because that would that would be a mistake, Funimation, to oh. foul this up as bad. Yeah, because it's like, oh yeah, you know, we're on a roll. Let's just let's just foul this up for everybody, so that you can sit there and go, wait a minute. I mean, you guys didn't mess around with Resurrection F. Why did you mess this up? Yeah. you know, no, it, I don't it, see that happening. So, it, and what I what I hate, um, and you know, not to be stereotypical because. Uh, racism is is not cool at all. But you know, at least in the past, when they when they would dub movies from Japan, they would always get native speakers of, of Japanese, you know, who who had learned English as a second language, to do the the voice parts because it sounded like a Japanese person speaking English because um, they they had the accent. And so what happened in the nineties is is that. I don't know if that just became politically incorrect or whatever, but they would just hire American voice actors to dub this stuff. And it sounded horrible because it's clear that, you know, the people aren't American and it didn't match and it was just awful. So, I mean, if, if you're going to do it, you have to get, you know, uh, Japanese people who have learned English as a second language to do those voice parts. And even then that's not as near as good as just putting in subtitles because that way everything flows so much better, and it's just a better experience, you know. Yeah, there's some people that I'm. I'm not one because I watch Crunchyroll. None of it's subbed, uh, or, or dubbed rather. Dubbed, yeah, but, uh, yeah. But uh, you know, I wouldn't argue with you about that. But some people, they you know, there's there's always that argument, you know. When, whenever you're um, somebody that says, "Oh, you should watch it subbed," you're called a purist, as though that's a bad thing. Um, you're Sometimes you're called a fanatic, whatever. I don't care. It's just I, I don't have a problem with it because I watched, you know, before that I watched foreign films anyway, and yeah. you know, I my one of my I'm going to call it this, but one of my favorite I'll put that in scare quotes favorite um, 
ones was Europa Europa. That one's in four languages. It's in it's in German, it's in Russian, it's it's in <laughs> Polish and in French. <laughs> There's yeah. four different languages in that in that in that movie. And and you know, what are you going to do with it? I I've seen a dubbed version of it. It was horrible. You know, so yeah. You know, just just read. I mean, I'm not opposed to to dubbed anime because there's some anime I do want to listen to dubbed or watch dubbed because I like the voice actors. You know, there's sometimes they sometimes they're they're good. I mean, Funimation's yeah. got got a, a good track record of of well, that's yeah. because they've got people that care. That's yeah. what it comes down to. Like 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 I said before, Cowboy Bebop had a killer dub. A Black Lagoon is probably was, one. I, yeah. Yeah. That is one of my favorite dubs. I was uh, told by somebody. I was told by somebody in the business that the issue is that they sit down. They they get the they get the people in, and what they do is they give all these actors. Here's the screenplay that we've written out for the first first episode, and nobody actually knows where it's going. And they and they just they'll do the first episode, and then they'll do the second episode next week, and they'll do the second episode or the third episode. And no, but they, they didn't sit down and screen it. They didn't sit down and actually read the the whole thing through, and and there's no connection between, you know, the the dialogue between one episode and another. No organic connection. It's just gotcha. they're just reading lines. You know. <laughs> well, I mean, so, I've heard, I've heard interviews like in like in the early early days of anime. We're talking like the '60s. Is that they would almost get these scripts one at a time yeah. like they would give them so many to work with and then yeah. they're like we don't know what's going to happen next so it's like speed racer when they went to do speed racer um they had no idea that racer x was speed racer's brother so they they said we're, we're glad we called him racer x or didn't like do anything with that because it turns out when they gave us the the scripts and the episodes that he was speed racer's brother no one had any idea that that was the case because they just didn't give them the completed, you know, like, like an archive of manuscripts. They, you know, the producers and directors got fed uh, info, you know, just about as fast as anyone else. But I think that's what happened with the movie we're going to review too, Matthew. <laughs> okay, so now now that you bring that up, we're going to answer the part of the <laughs> the part of the email earlier from Joe uh, about uh, how is it that he said it. What what's the worst anime you've ever seen? Yeah. I I think although we could argue about whether it's anime or not, um, most people would look at it and say, "Oh, that's an anime." They would, and one of the reasons is because it's got a giant rope. Well, it's got a miniature rope. No, it's it's both. It's, yeah, <laughs> and really, the robot really isn't all that giant, but it's. Well, it's yeah. big. It's big enough to get the job done. Actually, well, in some in some places, it looks like it is really big. big. That was one yeah. of the things that I noticed. That <laughs> although the character designs stay sort of consistent, uh, at one point they're not very good at making them all the same size. They're off model. You yeah. Know, sometimes someone's too tall and someone's too short, and the robot looks like it's. Only a couple of stories tall, and in the next scene, it looks like it's fifty stories tall. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, ah, what's going on here? So, yeah, but the thing is, is you got to explain what it is that yeah. we're talking about here. So and that's, that, that's the least of the continuity issues with this movie. <laughs> and I'm just going to go through the whole spiel here, man, because there's so much info on this movie. Um, the movie we're we're reviewing is called Micro Tukogangde Diatron Five. Uh, and this title was released in uh, English under two different under two different titles. The first one was Micro Commando Diatron Five, which is a more accurate translation of the Korean. And it was later redubbed and released as Space Transformers by a Chinese movie director, Joseph Lai. And Joseph Lai had a uh, a uh, I guess you could say a studio, a, a company called I Films and Arts, and uh, he partnered with a, another director called uh, named Godfrey Ho, and 
uh, Ho and Y made uh, a lot of ninja movies. And what they would do is, is they would take these, you know, B ninja movies, uh, B uh, kung fu movies, and they would splice them and piecemeal these movies together with uh, new footage of, like, these Burt Reynolds wannabe guys with, like, <laughs> the cheesy 80s mustaches and ninja costumes. And they're all white, you know. So you, you have, like, this story going on, but all this footage of... of uh, like these, you know, Japanese ninjas or, or Chinese kung fu guys, and they tried to like weave all these different things from different movies into a, uh, you know, movie that. <laughs> some I've kind seen of some of those. They used to play them late at night on on some cable channels when yeah. I when I was uh, well, it was back in the very very late eighties. Dad used to watch them with me, and we thought they were the funniest things yeah. in the world. It's like, we're going to take a bunch of crappy movies and make one big crappy movie. It's just like, uh, you know. Well, it's called it, repurposing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rappers do it all the time. But uh, so, you know, uh, it, it's no surprise to anyone that there was a big anime boom in the 80s. Um, so it wasn't uncommon, actually, for... Uh, even big companies like Harmony Gold to do the same splicing so they were just a lot better at it. So if you think of Robotech, which was made by Harmony Gold, uh, that was compiled from three completely unrelated uh, Japanese anime series. You know, the first one was uh, uh, Macross. I think the second one was Southern Cross. And the third one was like Maspedo or something or but they're all completely unrelated and they tried to to judge to see like which of the mechs kind of looked similar so they could have this continuity. continuity. And they also did this <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, if you've ever watched like all of Robotech, like I like I finished I I always I love the Macross saga. And the the second one, Southern Cross, was okay, and I didn't even finish the third one. Um, it, they just lost me, especially with the transvestite character. They they lost me there. But um, but but yeah, they also Voltron was another one that that was patched work uh, like like Robotech, and these were huge in the eighties. That's a little before my time, of course, but um, they were huge, and you can still find these things around today. And you know. They're pretty good. Uh, you know, I always liked them. Except for uh, Voltron. You know, Seven. Really? Seven? Oh, my name is Seven. Look at me. I dress like Japanese man, but my name is Seven from Sweden. <laughs> no! No! That's horrible. No! No! Just, just, just stop. Whoever wrote that character should, should have been fired. He's clearly not Swedish. What kind of Swedish guy dresses like that? I mean, for real. No! Sven, go home. Nobody wants you, Sven. No. So, since this was pretty popular in the 80s, uh, Joseph Wyatt thought that he would cash in on this. And unlike Robotech or Voltron, Wyatt's pseudo-anime uh, often had completely incomprehensible storylines and just wonderfully awful English dubs. But, but like I said, Micro Tokogande Dayutaran 5 uh, was released twice, uh, and Joseph Y had nothing to do with Micro Commander Diatron 5. And his dub was released as Space Transformers, and that's the one that I viewed. Matthew watched Micro, uh, Micro Commando Diatron 5. But before we get into any, anything else, Micro Tokogande Diatron 5 was originally directed by South Korean director Su Yong Jung and was produced by Dae Kwong Planning and was released in South Korea in July of 1985. So technically, like we said before, this thing is not anime. Um, but in Korea, it's called Ani. So there's a difference between Ani, which is Korean animation, and anime, which is Japanese animation. But what's interesting here is uh, Jung, uh, the director, also worked on the original Transformers and the 1986 Transformers animated movie. 
But then he also directed an animated drama based on the life of Jesus called Yisu. But how this whole movie even came about was that in the 80s, Japanese animation was banned in South Korea. So, I mean, because of this, the, the Korean animators produced this surplus of low-budget Japanese copyright or copycat animations, you know. And I guess they figured that the Koreans wouldn't know any better. And <laughs> it, I mean, that, that's not growing up in like the 80s as a South Korean guy. It's like, look at this robot cartoon. It's so cool. It's like, oh, you're so missing out on the real robots. I guess it's like ignorance is bliss. Is it? Is that where that actually comes into play? I don't know. <laughs> don't know what you're missing out on. I guess you're happy anyways. It's like, look, mom, look at this cool robot. It's just like that robot ain't cool. You just well, don't now, know. now on anime list, there is actually a review that's like that because because this uh, this guy, I guess he's he's grown up now. He's wrote a review for this movie. And he says that his mom and dad brought it home because he begged them to get go to Blockbuster and get something with, with robots in it. And he says that when he was a kid, he thought this was the greatest thing in the world. But but now he's like, This wow. is a mess. This is Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, what you're missing, I guess, is your point of view. <laughs> yeah, I, I suppose. But, you know, I don't know, just, but you know the thing is, there's tons of this low budget animation all over the place, and Joseph Lai, wanting to cash in on the you know the anime boom, bought a bunch of this stuff, several titles, and they dubbed it for Australian audiences. So this stuff played on uh, Australian TV, and then in the early 2000s, a lot of these pseudo anime titles were released by Digiview Entertainment. And they were available in Walmarts across the country for the measly price of $1. And that's when I picked it up in the early 2000s for a dollar. And I've I got to explain the cover of this thing, man. And you can find this on Amazon. If you just get on Amazon and type in a You can find it for a dollar? No, probably not now. Oh, you can okay. probably get it for a few cents. But you have to pay $4 shipping. Unless you have Amazon Prime, then you don't. You can get it in two days. Yeah. <laughs> Free shipping. Amazon did not pay us to say that. No, no, they don't. No, we no. don't have a sponsor for Angel Repair Juice. At this no. rate, we may never. Yeah. So no. You know, if you're interested in sponsoring us, if you are, if you Am can contact us, Jeff Bezos. If you're listening, you can contact us at Angel, Angel Repair, Repair Juice PC at gmail.com. Gmail.com. <laughs> so. Back to the cover of this thing. So I'm holding the cover. The guy, there's a guy holding a gun. And he's wearing this silver helmet. And he's totally a copy of Canada from um, uh, Akira. Or, or wait, 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 wait. Wait, do I have that right? Canada's the, the main character in Akira, right? Uh, I think so. But the problem is, is I can't see this. I mean, you you have the cover, but I don't. I couldn't tell you what he looks like. Yeah, yeah. So. But they, they have the main character, like, from Akira. It's totally copying him. And then you have, like, you know, like a Gundam mobile suit head. Then you have, like, this weird guy who's, like, holding a gun. And none of these things have anything to do with Space Transformers <laughs> or uh, Diatron 5. Nothing at all. You know, to Digiview Entertainment's credit, they did release some substantial titles, uh, like the original Kimba the White Lion. You know, which was oh, okay. uh, Tezuka's work, and you could get those for a dollar. And so, I mean, it wasn't all bad. And I mean, th th these things just were mostly bad, <laughs> mostly bad. But there, there was some good. Well, like I told but, you, whenever I was watching this thing, I was like, I can't believe, I, I can't even tell you what this. Oh, well, wait a minute, we've given all this information, but we haven't explained yeah. what we know, well, what we can well, divine of the of the the story. Well, let's let's do this, Matthew, because I have the I have the box right here with, okay. with the description of the movie. Okay, and I, I'll read it. And then when I get done, we'll just say why that description Doesn't means match. absolutely nothing. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, space transformers. When space renegade Tonga threatens the Earth, the world looks to Ivy, the only girl who can direct a successful counterattack. However. 
After having been shot with bacteria beings, Ivy is in an irreversible coma. Using new technology, a crew consisting of Captain Chi, Nancy, and the robot Bipam, and Diatron 5, is shrunken to microscopic size and injected into Ivy's body in order to defeat the invaders. Enlisting benevolent beings found inside Ivy's body, the crew prepares for an inner space battle that can decide the fate of the world. Time is short. However, as Tongs and his followers move closer to accomplishing their goals... Okay, is it Tonga, Tongue, or Tong? Okay. <laughs> because in the, all... in, in the dub, they say all three. <laughs> yeah, and the box has both. And they also got the cat, They also got the names wrong because... I know. Uh, maybe <laughs> the girl's Ivy... name was Nancy, but I have no idea who Captain Chi is. I thought he was in space. Was he the, the one that gets... was crying over this person that died that I still don't know what her name was? No, no, that was someone else. See, I, I think the the main character's name is Gene. Maybe that was that was in the dub. His name is if, Gene. If that was, no that would be that would be what I labeled person I don't care about. That, yeah, because I, I just like okay, he was he's he's lame. That's the problem. Is there's so much about it that was lame? Just yeah, like like for instance, when they first go, you know, do the whole Fantastic Voyage thing. For those of you that have ever seen Fantastic Voyage, you know that's where they they shrink the submarine down and they put it in the person's body so that they can go and use a laser to destroy a blood clot. It's actually kind of interesting, you know, as a period piece. You know, it was as of filming film noir, if you will, but. Um, this is kind of a knockout of it, although I'm trying to decide whether inner space came before or after this. I'm going to have to look at the timeline because it may be that they were ripping that off. Remember inner space? No. Yeah, you, you Google it later. You'll you'll see okay. why. You'll see why I care because it's the same storyline. You someone gets shrunk down, injected into somebody's body. You know, thing. Uh, yeah. But just but you know. There were goblins for the bacteria, and yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> and they were ro- and they the, were the, the, fighting the diatron five that has rockets and rolling boulders at it. And why there were boulders inside this woman's body? Yeah, I don't know. And the whole thing about well, because the bacteria had gotten into her heart, the antibiotics would kill her. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So like like, just... like so bad so so bad. See like this movie opens up and there's like guys are in space and they're fighting these aliens and like they see this like meteor crash and this alien guy pops up and then there's these guys in this laboratory and he's like oh look at those rock and this movie has only one voice actor and I'm pretty sure he does all of the voices they all sound the same and they're all horrible. So anyways, this, this meteor crash, this is like, oh, hey, that's by Ivy's house, the world's most talented girl. Yeah, that's do something. <laughs> and the guy's like, no, don't worry about it. Uh, she's got plenty of bodyguards over there. Nothing to worry about. And so this alien, like, sneaks into her house and he, like, shoots her. Like, several bacteria. times. Yeah, several times. With bacteria something or other. Yeah, beams. yeah. Bacteria and, beams, that was it. Yeah, so they so then they have Ivy. Uh, no, no, no. So yeah, they they take Ivy to the hospital, but in the meanwhile, they send this robot up into space to to fight like the commander of what they call the the Red Star. Oh, oh, and mind you that that the you know, the good the forces of good, their spaceship is called Star Wars. Yeah, Star. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Star Wars. Huh, I wonder what they're trying to plug there. But uh, so somehow the uh, they like call the robot back from space, and they're like, "Oh no, robot! Because Ivy's been infected with bacteria that's gone to her heart. We can't give her an antibiotic because that was killer. <laughs> yeah, antibiotics would kill her because the bacteria has already gotten to her heart. It's like what? That makes no sense." It's like, it's probably like what you need is an antibiotic. Like, 
And the, be- and the best part is, we have to stop fooling around. Let's do yeah. this. <laughs> And then the Whoa. part, and then the part that happens later, you know, when the when the girl that I don't care about turns to the guy I don't care about because I can't remember their names, looks and says, "So what is this?" And the guy says, "I have no idea." And that's that's like the the epitome that's of the, the entire thing. That's the what is this? I have no idea. If those so, were the quotes on the front of the box, it would be perfect. Yes. <laughs> exactly. But okay. But, but, but I want the audience to understand that Ivy is the world's most talented girl. Yeah, and she's out of it for the entire thing. Yeah, she's out. They have to save her because she's the most talented girl. And she's the only and one that could save everybody, but she stays out of it through the whole thing. Yeah, through, through the whole thing because they got to save her so she can save the world. So they, they shrink the robot, and he has the robot Diatron 3, and the little robot dude – He's like red and he's all sassy. Uh, basically, you know, the, the bacteria and, and somehow this, this lady, uh, the commander of the Red Star, whom he's fighting in space, gets shrunk down into Ivy's body. But they don't ever explain that. She just appears. Yeah. Yeah. She's, just, like- she's up there, you know. And so, you know, like the little robot dude blows it because he, you know, let's Diatron 3 get destroyed. So Gene and this girl that we don't care about. <laughs> get shrunk down, and they send them into Ivy's body. And so the, the bacteria are like these little green goblins. Yeah. <laughs> That's what bacteria looks like. And oh, oh, guess what? In Ivy's body, there's like whole like villages of people. And they and there's, there's like uh, strawberry ice cream rivers. Yeah. Well, she's body. talented like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's the most talented girl. And and she has like trees inside of her body that, that grow noodles. And uh, you know, there, there's a king, and he kind of talks like, like this, and, he, and you can't kind of understand a word that he says. Your cards to be all like zero. Don't tell that the government right away, sir. And it's just insane, and it makes no sense. But then, um, you know, they, they they go to like the enemy base. And Gene and this girl we don't care about finds these rebels, and because somehow they're in Ivy's body, and the girl ends up dying. Uh, this this couple who are inside Ivy's body, and the guys are all sad. He's like crying, and guess what? I, I found the clip, Matthew. I'm going to play it, and hopefully it goes over. It's the most spiritual move, like moment in the movie. Oh, this is the yeah. Okay, go ahead. It's it's. I had a religious experience, Matthew, watching this. Okay, okay, Angel Repair Juice listeners, prepare to be moved in your soul. find eternal peace in your loving embrace. Amen. <laughs> Checker, I am truly sorry for what happened to Shalu. Is there anything I can do to help you? Gee, there's only one thing and only one thing that I want you to do, and that is to take me with you to fight the Red Soldier. Checker, there's no need for you to help me. Checker and Shalu, that's their names. I suppose. <laughs> Checker, check the guy that lives in Ivy's body. Oh, yeah. So see, and and thanks to you, I'll never get that hour back. <laughs> because here's yeah. the here's the trick: tell everyone that the movie is an hour and one minute long. <laughs> yeah. Why it's that extra one minute long? I don't know. It's, yeah. They they don't know anything about time compression in the eighties, I guess. You know where you no. you speed the tape up just a little bit. You know, maybe one or two percent shortens it down. You can actually fit it into an hour. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll never get that hour back because it just. No. And even if I tried to relive that hour, it would be more. See what you've done to me now. Now I've got to like, I can't unsee this. I can't see, unsee this. 
I think that like they should play this movie in film schools. Oh wait, wait, wait. We we never even explained like the end of this. So uh, remember, Ivy is the most talented girl in the world. Yeah, and she's the only one that can save the world. The only one. The only. So, one. so Gene destroys all the bacteria in Ivy's body, and they get him out of Ivy's body. And guess what happens? Ivy saves the world. Not. Not. Yeah, I was going to say. At all. Because you know what they do? They said, oh, hey, Gene, we're just going to make you giant so you can go up there and Diatron 5 and destroy the aliens, which he does. Which they could have done to begin with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, you could have done that from the beginning, man. The movie would like, have been 10 minutes long. <laughs> it, it, it should be called Gene, the world's most talented guy. Not Ivy. She had nothing to do with this. It's like, she wasn't even talented enough to not, like, not get zapped by bacteria. Well, now, with, with all – well, okay, okay, you just made your point. I was going to say, with all due respect, we don't know that she's not talented. But apparently she wasn't talented enough to not get hit. I mean, she was in the shower, for crying out loud, and the phone's ringing. And was it Jean? Jean was the one that was calling her, right? I but, think so. Yeah, and she picks up the phone, and she's talking on the phone, and the the door's not even locked. You know? <laughs> And this yeah. guy opens, and she's like, who are you? And this guy just starts shooting. And yeah. I, see, I think Not very script, talented here. See, I think this whole thing was a, was a setup by Gene because he wants to be the most talented guy. Uh-oh, see, now you Ivy's just getting in the way. Yeah, and but he did I mean, wind up being the most talented guy. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he was the one who destroyed... The aliens, yeah, the the, the tong, the tongi aliens, the tong, yeah, yeah. the tong tong tonga guys, yeah, yeah, because he's got three names depending on who you talk to, <laughs> just yeah, yeah, because he called so, him tongue at one point, tongue, tongue, <laughs> tongue, <laughs> I am tongue. They don't have they don't have a director here. Just, just read your lines. It's on the paper. Just read it. Just yeah. read it. Yeah, just cut. Okay, let's move on to the yeah, next yeah. line. Just yeah, keep now, going. Now you have to be the girl. Change your voice. Oh, yeah. Just Gene, change your voice. You, just, you know, keep going. Don't stop. Just keep faster, faster. Come on. You can do this. It's on the it's on the screen right there. Just follow along. Follow along. I can't imagine somebody trying to try yeah. to read that stuff. Oh. It's it's so bad. <sighs> okay. Um, and like I said, I'll never get that hour back. No, like, and neither like, will our our listeners are not going to get this hour back either. <laughs> we no, just, we just spent way too much time talking yeah. about the worst anime sort of movie of all yeah. time. But you see, th- this thing is like on YouTube; it's in the public domain, so yeah. it is. You can't find it like on archives dot org. Yeah. Although, and, if you go to the one on archive.org, it has the extra added bonus of abruptly ending before Gene, or the guy I don't care about, becomes the most talented guy in the world. You know, yeah. and it just abruptly ends. It just, I, in fact, I was watching this and I said, well, that's interesting. They, 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 they seem to have saved Ivy, and then he goes up into space, and Diatron 5 does a pose, and then. That was it. Nothing yeah. else. Turns out there's more. <laughs> if you yeah. look for it, look for the other dub, look for, what is it, uh, Tiny Command, or what is it, Mini Commando? Uh, micro yeah, Command, micro, Diatron 5. Micro Commando, Diatron 5. You find that on YouTube, and it has the, the ending, where with one blow, he blows him up yeah, yeah. with the giant Diatron 5, you know, maxi size. Yeah. You know, because they Good. they reverse the polarity of the neutron flow on the uh, on the uh, the miniaturizing thing and yeah. shot it at him and he got big. You know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, who thought all you needed was neutrons, heat? <laughs> what was it? Was it like a like a neutron ray? I don't heat? know. I'm <laughs> actually stealing a quote from Doctor Who there. Reverse uh, the polarity uh, uh. of the neutron flow. Okay, so yeah, whatever explanation they gave in the movie wasn't that good because it's like. All you need is heat and uh, uh, a proton ray or something like that. <laughs> yeah, well, it was it was something simple. It's from the same scientists that discovered that that uh, antibiotics are bad for you if you have bacteria in your heart. Yeah, you know, 
They just, they just, one day there was like, you know, what if we added like protons and heat together? Oh, look, we get a miniaturizing ray. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Done. Yeah. You know, just see, I, and you know, I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt and say, well, it was Google. It was before Google, but apparently, you know, this, even if they would have had access to Google, they couldn't find a library either. <laughs> To be able to yeah. string some science stuff together and make it. Yeah. I, I mean, like, like what this tells me is, it's like, cause I, 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 I have friends from South Korea, man. It's like they're all about education. It's like, oh, who are well, they letting direct this thing, man? It's like, are you trying to like reverse the effect that school has on your children? I mean, so I want to know. Bill you Nye, know. the science guy, it ain't right. Is it? No, no, no. Oh my! Okay, so now the thing about it is, is how on earth are we supposed to end this show? We're just like going on and on about the worst, the train wreck of all time. Yeah, animated train wreck. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, let's just do this. Here's Angel Repair Juice's email one more time. Angel Repair Juice PC at gmail dot com, and if you send us an email there, we promise to be nice. Um, also, if you want to review an anime, um, you know you can either write it out or you can do it as an audio anime. Send it to us. We promise that we'll listen to it and we'll see if we can put it on the show for you. So, my hey, name. Go ahead. It doesn't even be a good anime. Yeah. It could be the worst anime. You've it ever could seen. be the worst anime you've ever seen, which hopefully would at least be better than this one. So, um, thanks for listening to us today. My name is Matthew Pancake. My name is Gene and Nancy. You forgot to change your voice. And you've been listening to Angel Pear Juice. Come back and listen to us again sometime. <laughs> <laughs>